So welcome to our second podcast. My name is Neil Foley from the Business Growth Club. We're really fortunate today to have two top-notch accountants with us, Tracy and Glenn, that I'll introduce you to in a little while. And essentially what we want to do on this podcast is really look at cloud accounting. What if What is cloud accounting? It's a term that you may have heard of. It's certainly one that's bandied around a little bit. So we'll talk a bit about what cloud accounting actually is and how it can benefit people and the changes, if you like, that are happening to the accountancy profession. So good morning to Glenn and Tracy. Good morning, Tracy. Morning, Neil. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. And uh, Glenn is suffering from man flu, uh, so he's he's not in the best of health. But I mean, all credit to him, he's dragged himself out of his bed to come. I'm, I'm soldiering on. Don't you're soldiering on. You're 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 a trooper. So let's let's go straight into the meat of the subject. You know, what, what is this term cloud accounting that we hear all about? It's um, it's a concept that's been around for a while now. Um, I think it stems back to I think maybe 2008 2009. There was a there was a shift in the way that um, people were, were kind of looking at the way they were producing their records, accountancy. Um, the whole idea is, is to make it more user friendly for the end user. So the so the idea of the old ways of, of a spreadsheet um, and entering information into a spreadsheet, producing um, uh, in, uh, invoices from Word documents was becoming a little bit laborious um, in terms of time and what have you. So. Um, cloud technology helps bring it all together and uh, it's, it is what it is, it's in the cloud, it's on the internet, it's a cloud, it's an internet based system and um, you, you basically do everything in, in one area and um, because it is on the internet you can access your accounts, you can um, access everything from um, the internet so you don't have to have it as a desktop download which means if you're at home in the evening and you want to check on something on your account, you can literally just um, go straight into the uh, into your into your online login and, and have a look and, and see how well your business is doing. So, um, which yes, you can do with a spreadsheet and what have you, but the reporting of uh, in in cloud accounting, the reports that you can bring up are very user friendly as well. So, it's a, it's a shift. The, the the old ways of doing things are are becoming more modern, and cloud accountancy is is basically uh, helping people get more efficient. So now I understand a bit about what a cloud accounting actually is. What are the, what are the benefits, Glenn? Well, there's there's a few benefits to to this. I mean, firstly, there's the online invoicing that you can do um, via any uh, cloud package that can be done through mobile devices as well, such as your uh, mobile phone, your tablet. And uh, the nice thing about this is that you know, rather than printing it and posting it, uh, you can actually send it via email straight away. Um, another nice feature of, of cloud accountancy is bank feeds. So when it comes to looking at bank reconciliations, uh, rather than printing bank statements off and, and manually going through those and ticking them off against um, expenses, you can um, feed your bank into the cloud software and this helps uh, reduce the amount of time that you spend on the bank reconciliations because there's, there's there's some neat little functions in, in various softwares where you can match everything up and it, and it just reduces the amount of time. Um, a lovely thing that we like about it is that uh, both parties have access to the login. So our clients uh, are working away on their uh, cloud software and if there's a problem that they need or any kind of help that they need, we can then log in at the same time in our office and we can help them um, understand uh, the, the issues or the problems they may be having in terms of um, working around the, the software. 
Um, and it's also secure. That's one of the main um, points I think we need to get across is that it, it has the same level of security as the high street banks. So it's encrypted. So therefore, with it being an online software, um, the, the, the idea of it being hacked is, you know, that's, that's minimized through all the encryption and the software available. That sounds great. Yes. And and I think I'm right in saying you can also submit your VAT returns and things like that automatically. Absolutely, you can put your um your 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 gateway system in there. So rather again than going into a separate system, an online system through HMRC, you can produce your VAT returns in there. You can check everything in there, and then you can file your VAT returns via the the cloud software as well, which makes the, the time saving uh, of of cloud is is immense. There's so many nice features about it. No wonder it's so popular. And I, and I suppose, Tracy, if we then look at the different types of cloud systems out there, because there's, there's a number of them, aren't there? The number yeah. of names that I keep hearing crop up. What are the, what are the main ones? So the main ones that people use are um, Cashflow, Zero with an X, um, QuickBooks, and there is Sage online. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so there's, there's four main ones. There are others, um, for example, Free Agent, that is used by Barclays. But um, we're not really a fan of that one. So right, okay. No, no. So, yeah, um, there aren't many differences between them. There are certain things that certain software can do. I mean, with, with me, I favour cash flow over any of the others, to be honest with you, because it can do um, different things to QuickBooks and um, Xero. It does projects. Um, so what I mean by that is... Um, if you've got two businesses, so for example, we do have a client at the moment that's got two businesses where they, they're trying to keep a track of what's going on with the two, two separate parts of the business. So we've set up projects in, in cash flow so that they can have um, a track on what's going on. You can do a profit and loss um, report for each separate project and um, it can basically do it's cost cutting as well. So yeah, it's a pretty pretty good system. So you like cash flow, and that's yeah. cash flow not spelt with a C, spelt with a K. Spelt with it? a K, yeah. So I've used cash flow since two thousand and nine, um, and seen a lot of changes in cash flow, and it's a good system to use. It's evolved over the last few years. Yeah. Um, the dashboard has changed a lot. It's become a lot more user friendly, um, and it's just a very nice, easy system for people that are new to the cloud um, to to use. I guess that's an important point, isn't it, in terms of IT, because you said that the cloud accounting started sort of 2008 or whenever. IT for most of us, it can, can still be feel like a dark art and, and you need something that's intuitive to use. I mean, you know, what are these systems like to use? Yeah, well, like we just touched on it. Some, some of them are very clunky to use. Mm -hmm. um, we won't name names because it's unfair, but um, some are easy to use, some are very difficult to use. But I think the important thing is when, if you're new to using cloud technology and you're used to this, what we would term now as the old ways of, of doing things with desktop technology, and um, uh, we would we would favour certain um, software because of the way that it's so easy to use. Mm. So, and it's a very competitive market. So I guess these four main ones, and including Free Agent, which actually isn't a bad system at the end of the day. No. I've got to say that because I've got some shares in it. Yeah. So it's a shame <laughs> you dissed it, there, there, Tracy. But never Sorry. mind that. Ignoring that. Uh, I guess that it being such a competitive market, and these are big companies, aren't they? So QuickBooks is owned by Intuit. Yes. You know, it's a it's huge American, American company, isn't yeah. it? So uh, 
I guess there's a lot of developments. Do you, do you see these updates going on all the time? Yeah, we do. We often go down to um, various New conferences and, and what have you to, to find out what the latest updates are. Um, there's a context in, in London that happens every in May of every year. We like to go down there and see what the latest um, developments are for the, the major players in, in cloud tech. Um, and also to see what you know what, what new software they're rolling out for the future as well. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, there's there's some exciting things coming up. And does it in terms of the bank feeds? Is it, are, are all the major banks? Will they all provide not, bank feeds? Not all of them. And um, and the way that the bank feeds are are actually set up with various um, cloud products it differs. Um, so, for instance, one one cloud software will allow you to do direct bank feeds, um, and another software will use a third party to feed the information in. So, um, it's a question of us advising clients which is you know, the best one and the most simple one to use. So, if Tracy prefers cash flow, is that the same for yourself, Glenn, or are you? Um, I'm I'm leaning towards it. I mean, I I do like Zero. Mm-hmm. I've used it in the past. I think it's it's fantastic. There's a lot of back end. Um, stuff that goes on with uh, with zero that i like in particular like the working papers side of things which makes it a lot easier for our processes in the office um i do enjoy cash flow uh, it's, it's a very easy to use system um quickbooks is a nice it has its benefits um we don't use it as much as we do the others but that's not to say that there's there's anything wrong with it it's a nice software um but i don't think i favor anyone over the other i like to use them all and in some ways you're unusual as accountants for that, aren't you? Because I've come across accountants who, who would, you know, when you talk about the cloud with them, they'll say, yes, we've done our due diligence and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and then we've, we've decided we like this one. Yeah. And that strikes me as possibly quite a risky thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But it's not really about us, is it? It's about our clients and, and what they, what we feel they would be um comfortable using yes um so for instance the people that aren't so techie there's there's various products we would point them in the direction of to get started with which are very easy to use those that love all the tech um then we would suggest other products to use because the, you know that the what's available on the other products is probably would excite them a little bit more than, than others so because all the, the gadgets and what have you that yeah. the, the, you know, the, what's on there so i guess it just depends as well on um what sort of business they're running mm. if they're they're running a stock-based business then certain um accountancy programs is that quickbooks is, is probably better for stock or no actually i would say zero zero would you yeah right, okay. yeah um quickbooks can do the stock system um, I will say that QuickBooks desktop was better for stock than what the online version okay. is, um, but that's only, you know, we've that's the only one we've really come across with stock um, problems. But yeah, zero. I think I it think. depends what industry you're in as well. I mean, yeah. um, for argument's sake, we know that um, if you're an online trader, I believe that uh, Cashflow is the is the one to use because of the PayPal integration is fantastic. Yeah. It's not so great with zero we've found. Um, yeah. So it depends what industry you're in as well. We'll, we'll then sort of make our mind up on you know, what, what when we decide to promote to, to the end user, to our, to our clients. Yeah, I mean, touching on the PayPal thing, um, it's a little bit like the bank feeds. Um, basically, when when people use cash flow, it will bring every single thing in from PayPal. So if you've got like an e-commerce trader who uses pay, PayPal as their pay, payment um, side of things, it's literally five clicks to bring quite a lot of invoices in that brings all the details so it brings all the data the name the address mm, um email um address 
and the actual product if the product is in um, wherever they've you know put it for sale. So for example, on eBay, it'll bring the product name in, and um, it just just helps more than anything for the client. You haven't got to sit there and uh, all comes back to time saving. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah, which then means money as well, doesn't Absolutely. it? It's more cost effective for everybody, and mm. and I can imagine if you're issuing invoices quickly. I mean, there's a chance you're going to get paid quickly, aren't you? Yeah. So it should be good for your own cash flow, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, they can then print them off and use them as um, mm. delivery notes. Oh, so, of course, yeah. So yeah, yeah, so it works, Rather than it? straight out of the, pay, uh, the eBay system, they can put it straight out of... Um, and is, is, I mean, this may sound an odd question, but yeah, I know in terms of uh, banks have changed a lot over the years and the way that they, they interact with their customers, and yet most people don't change banks. No. Even though you'd, your people you know, will normally be very critical of their bank, they won't actually... Get off the backside and change. No, we often get asked by um, by our clients, you know, which bank do you which bank do you recommend? Because naturally, some of our clients go off the back of our recommendations, and it's very difficult to say um, one or the other because um, you know, it's, it's, they're all as bad as each other. I think. Well, it well I, I wasn't going to say that. Well, I think most of them are. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. You especially the co-op owned owned eighty percent by American hedge funds. Uh, <laughs> that seems a bit odd. Okay. But the. So, but in an accounts package viewpoint, do people get very, yeah, I know I should change, but, you know, I'm used to doing things the way I've done. I've got my Excel spreadsheet set up the way, or my bookkeeper mm. uses Sage and she's happy. It's a hand-holding process when it, when it comes mm. to that. I mean, we do get a lot of um, new business in particular coming here, mostly trade guys that are coming, they're, they're used to using their spreadsheet, used to using um, a Word doc for raising invoices. Mm. And it's a question of, well, look, you know, it's, it's not necessarily that you know you have to start changing the way you're doing things because of the way that HMRC now want you to present your information to them. So um, many people aren't aware of, of, of the changes that's coming. So therefore, what we try to do here is educate people on the advantages of, of cloud tech, but then the necessity of it as well going forward. And you, you've you, you, let's touch on that now. When we talk about, is this what I, I hear as being sort of the digital yeah. revolution and, and quarterly reporting? Yeah, this is the making tax digital that um, the government have now rolling out from 2018. Although from the budget, the autumn budget, um, that's now been put back to, or sorry, is it the spring budget? Spring, spring budget, spring budget yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's now been put back to 2019 um, for, for small businesses, which is, which is great news, to be honest, because in our opinion, there's not many of them are ready for it yet. There's been a lot of consultation about it, and uh, we were a little bit worried that you know as time goes on, people aren't aware of it. They're not sure what they're meant to be doing. Um, and, Will we be uh, paying tax? Is that have they said that? It's clear uh, that we're paying every quarter as well no, as reporting. It's 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 no that you don't have to at the moment. Although um, I suspect at some point down the line um, that will be it's going to be too attractive yeah. not to do it. <laughs> exactly. It? Yeah. I mean, because well, you get a one-off hit, won't you? Yeah. So the chancellor well, will do that once all the uh, the problems have been ironed out and they can see the system work, and then of course the HMRC are going to say, right, okay, we want our yeah. money now. So. Unlike a government to do that. It's, it's very unusual. It's very it? unusual. It's extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. In terms of the cloud accounting, I guess one, one measure of how well it works and successful, do, do many people go back? So if they've come from an Excel or, or a, you know, a, a carrier bag full of receipts and bits of paper, do they ever go back to saying, you know what, I can't get on with this cloud stuff? 
No, not really. No, uh, it's very rare that you get a client that wants to come back. You know, go back. It's okay. it's, it's it's like backtracking. It's going to have many steps backwards. Mm. It's uh, you're, you're very good at showing people how to do. Yeah, that. I mean, and you've got the support staff here, like Matt, etc., who can train people. Yeah, right? Matthew yeah. does quite a lot of training here. Mm. So if if there are any issues, you know, most of our clients will say, you know, can we come in for a training session, and we'll do that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Now, you touched earlier on the fact that there's other tools that you can use alongside the cloud accounting packages. Is that Receipt Bank that I hear a fair bit about? There's a raft of um, apps that are available to, 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 to help everybody um, with, with automation, um, which goes hand in hand with cloud accounting. Um, so, for instance, um, you can have a CRM system attached. Uh, you can have uh, a, an app that a phone app, sorry, that um, actually helps you track your mileage. Uh, you can no, have, really? Yeah, there's that, there's a very. That means you can't make it up. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's uh, you can also use Mailchimp as well. So, for instance, if you've got all your clients in um, in in cloud accounting, such yep. as uh, Cashflow, for instance, using one one as an example. You can download all your customers into MailChimp and you can send, send them out regular information via MailChimp to, to help, you know, like promotion, um, sales offers, that kind of thing, keeping in touch, latest things that's happening in, in, yeah, in your good, world, that kind idea. of thing. Um, and yes, there is um, Receipt Bank, which we'll, we'll, which we'll go into de in depth more in a little while because there's okay. a lot to talk about that. And, and Receipt Bank itself is is that that's an app, isn't it? That's on your phone. It's a standalone app, and it's um, it it becomes in effect your um, your bookkeeper. It really does reduce the amount of time that us as a practice spends on compliance with uh, record keeping. It's a fantastic app. Yes, it is on the phone. We use it a lot. Um, it also has a, a a sort of smaller sister company called um, OneTap. Um, which is for sole traders that are non-VAT registered. Um, but Receipt Bank is, uh, it's, it records all your receipts via the camera on your smartphone. So for instance, you've, um, you've got a receipt in front of you, you um, open up the app on your phone, um, you open up the camera, you take a, a, a photo of the receipt, that then um, is converted into a PDF once it's submitted to Receipt Bank, and then it sits in the receipt bank dashboard, um, and then it's then um, put into the various cloud package that you have for accountancy. So it will it it will know that this is a parking receipt for our it's, it's very clever technology, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when, when you've taken the photo, it will pick up, for instance, the description, it will pick up the name of the receipt. So if it's something from Shell, for argument's sake, it's a fuel receipt, it'll pick up Shell, it'll pick up the date, it will pick up the amount, it will split the VATO. Um, it's, yeah, it will pick everything up and put it into, um, into uh, your, your chosen cloud system. Uh, and it builds the bookkeeping up in the background, so you don't have to worry about sort of spending evening and weekends thinking, oh, I must do the bookkeeping, because it's a, it's an ongoing process once you get used to using the app. And another lovely feature about Receipt Bank is that you actually get a dedicated email address as well. So there's no point, really, if a lot of your suppliers email you um, purchase invoices, printing them off and taking a photo. That seems a little bit daft nowadays. So the email address allows you just to forward that email on, and again, it works the same way as, as the uh, phone app. 
but in this case, it just emails it into Receipt Bank. Receipt Bank extracts the um, invoice from the, the email. It picks up all the information as just described, and then it, it pings it straight into um, the, the software. That's clever, isn't it? It is very clever, and it's very... And, do, and does it work for techno morons like me? Of course it works. Would it? Yeah, yeah. Very, well, maybe I'll try I mean, it. If you take selfies, then you'll be able to use Receipt Bank. <laughs> You don't want to see my yeah, that easy. <laughs> I think that should be the tagline. Yeah, yeah that, that, that sounds like a quite a good one. Yeah, yeah, if you can take a selfie, use receipt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. Let's talk a little bit about, I, I touched on it earlier in terms of people being necessarily unhappy with banks and yet don't change. <clears throat> and yet clearly you're attracting new clients all the time. I know <laughs> from talking to you, the, you, you've got a constant stream of new people coming through. Why, why do people change accountants? Well, there's various reasons. Um, I mean, there's, you know, they, they, there, there may be an issue with the current accountant. Um, over the last few years since we've been a practice, we've found that um, some, some accountants are just really not looking after their, their customers. Um, we've, we've noticed it. Um, one of the main concerns is that, you know, nothing's getting done. They can't get hold of their accountant, which is really bizarre, we think, because... Um, you know, you're there to help and support, you know, your clients, not just, um, you know, well, thank you very much for your business and, and we'll be in touch once we need to get hold of you kind of thing. That's that's a really sort of horrible way to, to do things. Um, so it's mostly, yeah, mostly is because um, that there is, there's either an issue, things aren't getting done, had a problem, um, so. Yeah, um, other reasons is um, may have moved. So they may have moved into the area. Um, the, the main reason why some some of our clients leave is because they've moved, so they want someone who's closer. But with um, cloud technology, you know, cloud accounting, you don't need that. No, because you could be, be anywhere, anywhere in, in, in the country or, or the world even. And I guess that's trying to think in terms of what makes Aldous and Saunders different. In yeah. that if, 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 if with all the people that I know, the criticism, if I hear one of accountants, will be, you know, I've I've submitted my accounts, my year end is gone, and then I speak to the accountant. Well, then in many ways, there's, there's the subtle point doing that, is there? Because if the year end is gone, mm. then actually there aren't any changes you can make. Yeah. Surely, if you were proactive, and I don't see this very often with accountants, you should be there before the year end saying, yeah. you've had a good year, a bad year, have you thought about upgrading some equipment or some capital yeah, yeah. allowances or pension contributions? I think, you, I think you've just hit the nail on the head. I mean, we, we offer something unique. We've, we've done it since day one, um, five years ago. We, we offer a monthly accounting service and it is just that, a monthly accounting service. It's not, you can pay us monthly and then we'll speak to you in a year's time. Um, it's an ongoing process and it, and it encapsulates everything that we do as a, as a practice. Um, we build a, um, a bespoke uh, system for our clients. Um, it entails, you know, sort of bookkeeping, uh, payroll, tax, that that kind of thing. But one of the most important things is, like you just mentioned, is that a, a few months before um, the year end of our clients, we tend to do tax reviews. We ping it out on social media, letting people know that we're doing these um, these tax reviews because it's important. Um, we everybody should pay tax. I do firmly believe that, but everybody should pay the correct amount of tax. Mm -hmm. So therefore, if there are ways in which we can um, sort of utilize the tax laws and and look at a, a person's um, accounts and, and say, well, actually, yeah, if they just made these small little changes and, and done this at, before the year end, then you know the amount of tax that they pay will be the correct amount of pay uh, amount of tax rather than letting it go over the year end, then you see the client, they drop their, their accounts off, 
and then you try to do the uh, the tax work it's like well that that ship has sailed now you've kind of missed missed the deadline mm -hmm. so part of the monthly accounting service we offer does entail a tax review and um, and to be honest with you our clients love it yeah. uh, i'm not surprised and actually it's a really important distinction you mentioned there in terms of Paying an, an accountant monthly is different yeah. than having a monthly accounting service, isn't Absolutely. it? And I'd never really thought of that, but yeah. you're, you're spot on with that. Yeah, because it's not just you know. I mean, we 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 tweet about this. It's on our it's on our website. We we like to be more than just number crunchers to mm. to our clients. It's the support. Um, I mean, in answer to one of your questions earlier, why do people change accountants mainly because you know they're not they're not getting the support that they need. Mm. Yeah. And um, we like to be an arm around the shoulder. People can contact us as much as they like. We don't charge for that service either because we've had some horror stories about some accountants charging by the minute for phone calls. I mean, that's yeah. absolutely bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, the monthly accounting service includes the business support as well. And, and our clients are always getting in touch with us and we never refuse a phone call and we're always there to help them. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. And yeah. I remember you saying, Tracy, that there was a client that you'd worked with where you'd actually were able to get them a tax refund. Um, HMRC had um, pulled it um, and basically said that he wasn't going to be getting the £8,000 back that was uh, a CIS payment back. And um, I went through the whole system, um, looked through it all. Um, basically, they wanted to pull everything. So they wanted to look at every single thing, every single cost centre, you know, that he'd used, etc. So um, we, we did a full investigation for him, got everything together, sent it all over to HMRC with our findings and etc. Five months down the line, after battling backwards and forwards with HMRC, rather than £8,000 back, we get £10,000 back. Oh, well done. So, yeah, so <laughs> Tracy against HMRC, yeah, so one happy client. So, yeah. Um, the other thing, touching on what Glenn said about monthly accounting, um, is we can actually keep an eye on the uh, turnover as well to see, to make sure that people don't go over the VAT threshold. Yep. Yeah, we've had a few of those and recently. We've yeah. had, yeah, yeah four yeah. recently in this office yeah. that are sailing close to the wind and we've caught them and um, mm -hmm. now going to be dealing with that. Yep. And, and that, that, that saves a lot of aggravation. Yeah. yeah because absolutely. HMRC don't like it and no. they fine and, and, and insist yeah. on And, and, and to a degree, quite rightly so, because it's not your money, is it? The yeah. Moment, in the moment, you're, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're over the threshold then you're a tax collector Absolutely. for the government. But there, there is a lot of responsibility on individuals to make sure that that doesn't happen themselves because each individual is you know each client is, is, is responsible for their own yeah. actions but we try and help them along the way as much as we can so if we can um, avoid that kind of situation then we do and the, and the processes and uh, and the systems we've got in place in the office yeah. allows us to pick these up so that that shouldn't be a problem. So I don't know if you're able to come up with these uh, this idea but what what are the common sort of say top five mistakes that people make? Okay, so um, the common mistakes are, the first one is not registering to be self-employed. Um, so sometimes we'll get someone come to us and say, oh, I left my job in, I say, May, and this is like September, October time, and what, what have you done in between? Oh, well, I'm, I've been doing this and I've been doing that, and it's like, have you registered for self-employment? No. Okay, so, that then means that there's possibility of a fine because you have 12 weeks to register as a self Oh, crikey, it's not very long, person. is it? So no, not at all. So and all you're doing with registering is flagging, presumably, to HMRC saying, look, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a trade. Yeah, basically all you're doing is you're telling them that you're not yep. employed anymore and you are self-employed. Okay. So yeah. Okay, so that's the first one. What, what else springs to mind? So um, not keeping business records. So... Um, 
we have sometimes we have um, clients come to us and they have um, not kept all the receipts for the year so that means that they'll end up with a hefty bill if they've not got every single receipt that we need to to put against the income that they've got yeah and the most important thing is is keeping it in some kind of coherency yeah um, do people still bring them in in carrier bags yeah yeah, absolutely, yeah. Really? i mean if, it's not if, an issue if, if but yeah if for argument's sake that um hmrc were to spontaneously say to a person, we want to come and have a look at you and investigate you. And if they've got a bag of receipts and, and just a few uh, purchase, sorry, uh, sales invoices, and nothing is is set in, a, in, a, in any kind of coherency, HMRC just don't like that. No. They, they like people to keep accurate records because in their mm. view, if they're not accurate, then they could be mm. losing out on tax. And don't they work on the assumption that you're guilty rather than innocent? You have yes. to prove your innocence, don't yeah, you? So yeah, you have, they yeah. haven't got to prove that you've done something wrong. It's almost the other, the other way around, really. Yeah, we, we deal with um, quite a few tax investigations here where HMRC, as everybody knows now, are just literally spot-checking everybody. Mm. Um, there's no rhyme or reason to it. You don't even have to have a, a problem. HMRC could instantly write to you and say, um, we just want to have a look at everything for a certain year. Um, and, um, wow. and yeah, you know, it's... Uh, it could happen to anyone. Yeah. Okay. Can you think of any others? Yeah. Um, losing receipts. Um, again, this is this is quite a big issue. So, not picking on anyone in particular, but sometimes you'll get. Um, you weren't looking at me then, Tracy. No, 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 no. No, no, I, I, just, no, no, I just no. wondered what you were doing. I was thinking of trades. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, okay. So sometimes you'll get a tradesperson who will pay for fuel, and yep. it will just go on the top of the dashboard. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. So that's why I guess where a receipt bank mm. could really come in because yeah, you can just exactly. take your picture on your phone yeah. and it's done. Exactly that. Mm. Oddly enough, the trades guys are the ones that are really loving um, the receipt bank. Yeah, yeah, they are. I yeah. suppose it's safe because you're right, the vans, you see them with all the, the clutter and the rest of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So that's three. Okay. So what one of the uh, things that often comes up when we uh, meet new clients is... Uh, is the bank account. Now, some people assume that they can, especially if they're sole traders for argument's sake, they assume that they can just run everything through their personal account. Um, oh, I see. Which is not good news, um, mainly because, again, going back to the investigation, if HMRC would investigate, they would, they would say, well, hang on a moment, like, well, I can see all your personal stuff as sure. well as your yeah, business yeah. receipts. Yeah. So what we tend to say to people is try and keep it all separate. You know, your personal stuff is your personal So there's no reason why they couldn't set up a business bank account, just to the, even yeah. if you're self-employed, I mean, is it? Yeah, just set up, set up an account and just run all your um, income yep. expenses through that. Hmm. So. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. What about the final one then? Oh, um, yeah, we, Tracy and I um, discussed this, yeah. So there's so, some people um, just literally put everything through um, their accounts each year. And um, where, this usually happens to the annual clients, not the monthly clients, the annual no. clients. So when we get that uh, bag of receipts each year and uh, and it's dropped off and, and often clients are, are quick on their way out of the office, it's <laughs> it's, it's usually we have to go through everything and, and everything is, is in there. Uh, personal expenditure, the whole lot. And um, and they literally just put everything through and we have to then sit down and uh, and go through the expenses and see what, what can and can't be claimed for. Um, some people also, when they come to us and they've got, you know, if you like, more accurate records, we find that there's some expenses in there that they're not aware that they can't claim for. So therefore, 
the educational side of what we do is we then have to call them and say, look, you've, you've claimed this as an expense. Were you aware that you can't? And then we explain to them why they can't um, claim it. And then, of course, that then alleviates that problem going forward for next year. So yeah. claiming expenses is a little bit of a tricky area. What our, our advice is, if you're not sure, just get in touch with somebody that knows and um, and, we'll, and we'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, we, we do have a little fact sheet that we hand yeah. out if they're a newly self-employed person because sometimes we don't actually know what they're going to be physically claiming for. No. So, yeah. No, that's useful. And, and, and one of the cloud accounting features isn't it is that you can actually put a discussion point on something mm. if there's a particular transaction here i'm not sure what to do you know what do i do with it you can highlight it and of course you see it as a question and then you can answer it or put it in the right place yeah that's that's a beauty of cloud yeah technology. so that's so you don't even have to pick up the phone do you no no you no. can you can do it all interacting the uh, in the actual system yeah itself, it makes a lot more sense I mean, doesn't personally it? i prefer if they pick the phone up because then you know it, it helps us uh, it's a conversation as well isn't yeah, it it's, and we're yeah, keeping we, in touch with everybody absolutely. then and that's what we want to do the personal approach yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, we enjoy it. Yeah. And you're, you're, I believe you're now you're celebrating your fifth anniversary this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's what's in the future then for Alders and Saunders? Mm-hmm. Apart from world domination, I mean, what, what's what's the fu- <laughs> what's the future for Alders and Saunders? Well, as you know, um, with your good self, we've um, we've got the we, we've adopted the business growth club into the business. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's fantastic. We've got clients using it. Um, they're enjoying it. They're coming along to the um, to the monthly meetings as well, and meeting other members, and and we're and it's helping our clients interact and network with one another as well. Mm. Um, we're also, um, in terms of the office, we're 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 looking at sort of three new apprentices um, in the next two years. One will be um, admin, and uh, two other trainee accountants. Now, the reason we're getting an admin apprentice is because what's very important to us is. That everything in the office has to be just so, just correct. So all the processes, everything that we do, uh, is there to make sure that our clients are have have the necessary support needed when they get hold of us and and, and, and need us to to help them. So the apprentice admin is going to take the pressure off our full time admin lady Paula, who is an absolute diamond, by the way. Um, and she's going to be able to um, concentrate on other areas of the business that, that we also offer, which is auto enrollment, um, registration, payroll, um, and uh, and she's very good at that as well. So we're also looking at um, two other apprentices to to help with the accountancy side of things because it's it's very important to us that we help nurture the new talent coming through. Mm. Um, we could quite easily go out there and and, and look at the uh, what's out there in the, in the workforce at the moment. And bring those into the business and, and and grow the business quicker. But for us, our growth has always been um, dictated by Tracy and myself. You know, we we could be a lot bigger than what we are right now, but we've always had that customer focus in mind. Um, to like, like I mentioned a moment ago, there's no point in us bringing a lot of um, new clients in if we haven't got the processes or the people there to support them. So going forward, yes, we have growth plans, but we want to make sure that the office is ready for that growth. Yeah, good for you. Well, I wanted to thank you very much indeed, especially Glenn getting off your sick bed. I'm not sure you were that mm, sick. I sold you. Don't. You sold it. Didn't I you? Did. Us <laughs> men have to do that, Glenn. Well, they, they don't know. Women don't. They don't know. They don't understand. Mate. They don't understand. They don't understand. But we do want to thank Tracy and Glenn for their time. Uh, you can find out more by uh, contacting uh, Glenn and Tracy, and I'll put their details at the bottom of the uh, podcast. Remember, of course, the standard. I suppose we should have a risk warning here saying, of course, anything they've said isn't, you can't construe as active advice. They need Mm -hmm. to think of everything on an individual basis. But thanks very much for listening. Have a look at businessgrowthclub.net. And until next time, goodbye.